This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. It is time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. Uh, I forget how to start the show. Uh, <laughs> it is the awesome cast. I'm here in Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I'm thrown off because my crew is back. My crew is back. Now, last week we had, uh, like, I, I, I considered it the giant size X-Men number one or the normal crew gets lost on a on a living island and you have to recruit a whole new crew to replace it uh um last week playing the part of Dave uh, uh by dave partner a partner was the was the the part of uh, uh our friend from big bank international esquire a gadget guru of the show john chichilla how you doing sir good how are you doing today i'm, I'm bumbling all the stuff i'm bumbling <laughs> all the stuff right now but uh good to have you back it's good to be back and also, and hopefully we have more Ks because we're up. We were updating the Zoom settings, and hopefully, we. I feel like I can see so much more of your of your office uh, going on. We see more of the iMac. We see um, all your pipes. Uh, <laughs> so I got some big pipes. Yes, you got some big pipes over there. Also, back with us last week, uh, her play, her part was played by the Riz. Uh, Dutters is back with us. Hi, and you get to look at a blank wall because I had to move because of lighting. You got, yeah, you got a nice <laughs> void wall going on behind you. That's very uh, uh, John Oliver of you. Thank you. I'm very, you know, not. I'm trying to, you know, slowly move back in since Riz took my spot. You know, yes, not being too too exciting. So I, I, I guess, I guess, exciting. Like we lost, we lost you at the last minute last week, but for good reason because you are. Yeah, it is. There's hockey nights in Pittsburgh again, and you are able to attend the hockey nights for work again. So yeah, I was, I, I was I was working the Pence game last week, which is super exciting. I'm so glad to be back and doing things and figuring out the capacity. I think here soon. So fantastic, fantastic. Might be seeing more fans. A lot of good news. I know my schedule. I uh, I it, it, it's definitely getting back to normal. If I've had to smooth over uh, three conflicts already between now and September in my scheduling, so <laughs> I guess it's getting back to normal. Uh, so uh, it, it's it, it's it really is exciting. I can't like we're we're little by little doing a little more here in the studio, and maybe in the near future we can get back to uh, doing couch things. Um, that sounds wrong by itself, but uh, <laughs> I mean having you guys uh, here in <laughs> so studio. We want to look at my blank wall and chill his big pipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean maybe it's more interesting. I don't know. They haven't seen the couch in a while, unless they uh, watch fishing without bait. So. Uh, but this is the Awesome Cast. You can go check out everything at awesomecast.com. And uh, you can please subscribe to the show on all your podcasty places. Uh, you can hit us up uh, for uh, any sort of inquiries over at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com. Tweet us at me at awesomecast. Uh, a Facebook page on Awesomecast uh, as far as the, uh, the the Facebook group where a lot of great discussions happening over there. And please subscribe to rate us on your favorite app, uh, especially rating us, especially on things like the um, Apple 
uh, Apple Podcast app for sure. And of course, you can ask your Echo, uh, ask your uh, 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 Google Home or your recently discontinued HomePod uh, to play the awesome cast. Uh, so, and of course, we're live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, as well as over on the Awesome Awesome Cast YouTube page and over on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page as well. So you can go check us out on any of those platforms, whatever is more convenient for you to be a part of. And we're doing our best to try to keep an eye on all of the chat rooms. But of course, a lot of people hanging out like my mom is back in the chat room, you guys. Probably because she knew I was probably going to talk about the technology she gave me last week, but I did that on the Patreon. I'll send her the link. She doesn't have to sign up for Patreon. Uh, speaking of Patreon and extra stuff you guys are getting, uh, we've been actually doing it. We've been ramping up the content going on over there, and you can uh, go uh, support the show over at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Thank you to our friends at the Coffee Club level uh, supporting this show. Matt Weller, John DeGore, John Carmen, Cynthia Klosky over at Shift Collaborative, and Scott McTaggart of the Pitchworks podcast. And at the fan of the show level, our buds Michael Fedor, PGA Music, Museums.org, Professor Buzzkill Podcast, and Dave Potner of the iPhoneography Podcast. I think I got that word right. Let me know in the chat room. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get it in my system. Uh, anyways, you guys support the show too over at Patreon.com/slash/AwesomeCast and help this show grow. Uh, so let's get into our awesome things of the week. Uh, let's go first. Um, Man, there's a lot of fun stuff here. Uh, let's go with Chilla first. Are you with so me? mine yes. is a product by, I think they're pronounced Genki? G-E-N-K-I. I think it is Genki, um, I th- yeah. I, I think I reviewed one of their devices. They had like a wall jack for the switch that also did the U it was a USB-C and it looked like a charging block, but it actually had an HDMI and USB port in it. And it was a very miniature hub um, for your switch where you could, you know, pretty much it was like, it would be like taking the dock anywhere with you. Um, They, they started off on Indiegogo I had ordered the device. It was delayed due to COVID, but they came through and I take the thing everywhere with me to be quite honestly. Um, it is, even if it's you you just want it for a charger, um, you can collapse it. They have come out with another device and they are calling it the shadow cast. Um, it's pretty much HDMI mail on the one end and USB-C on the other. And what it's meant for is Pretty much anything HDMI, including the switch, um, you plug you plug it into the to the switch hub or into their other device, and then plug the USB-C cord into your laptop, um, whether it be Mac or Windows, and it makes your display on your laptop um, a display for the device. They've also built in. Um, streaming capabilities to it so it works with things like obs twitch um xsplit uh facebook pretty much pretty much anything that would take like a webcam source Um, i'm thinking it would probably allow you to broadcast the thing right over zoom like it was a webcam Mm -hmm. um the other thing is it was the interesting thing is i found it when i was looking for some some other stuff for the switch um, but it works with pretty much anything HDMI out. So I think they they promote the Switch because the Switch is pretty darn portable. 
Um, but if you wanted to use it with your DSLR camera, if you wanted to use it um, with your PlayStation or Xbox or Raspberry Pi, um, whatever you wanted to, um, it would allow you to bring that in to your computer. And they ha- they also have an app called the Arcade app um, where it will display uh, whatever you're, you're pumping out to HDMI as well. Um, like I said, works with Windows 7 and above, uh, Mac OS 10, 12 and above. And it only runs about 39 bucks. Um, so if you're thinking about, you know, hey, I could go out and buy an Elgato capture device for like 200 bucks or 180 um, or any of the other HDMI capture type devices, this this runs a mere $39, which I thought was pretty cool. So, so the the comparison because I, I I and I, I use these. You guys know uh, it, it internally here. I use these uh, HDMI video captures. These like really cheap ones. They're like twelve fifteen bucks over on Amazon. So, so the first question that some may have to answer: Why would I not just use this? Because this is an HDMI to USB. It would get me into OBS things like that. But the big difference, and I'm presuming your device is going to solve, is if I play, if I plug straight in and play a game like in the OBS window or something to try to stream it, I'm going to have some, some, some lag on that. It's not going to work very well. I'm presuming this will solve some of those problems. It, it seems like it would be designed for it if your source is that game going to the TV, right? They're claiming that it is anywhere between no lag and two hundredths of a second in lag. Okay. So, I mean, I, I'm guessing if you were a competitive, like you were playing video games competitively in an arena, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to want to use no, this. But no. for the average human, um, I'm sure it's probably Average much... humans. Yes. <laughs> it, gets, it gets the average human stamp. Gotcha. Yes. So... Uh, no, so that's only that's only thirty nine dollars, and damn, I'm tempted, uh, partially because I can't find my Elgato right now. Uh, but uh, and 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 it, and, it, and it ships next month. Like this thing is is like ready to go. I, it looks like they're just sort of doing a pre sale here, doesn't it? Yeah, and the one thing that because I had purchased from them before, I trusted. I've been burned quite a few times, and I've kind of sworn off unless it's something that I know without a doubt is going to launch. I've pretty much sworn off Indiegogo and Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, but because I was familiar with this company um, and not only is that, have I purchased other devices, I'm actually interested in other devices that are currently sold out. Like they launched, they backed all their backers and then they sold more. Um, and then they, so they, they sell a USB-C module that goes on the bottom of your switch that allows you to connect a Bluetooth headset to, which I was actually um, thinking about picking up too, but those devices for the regular switch are sold out there. They're for the light. Um, but the, that device will actually bring in both, uh, it'll do both audio and the microphone. So if you're playing a game like Overwatch, um, it would let you use your mic too, which I thought was pretty nice. cool. Nice. So I, I'm looking at this, and they do have a comparison as well uh, with OBS, and uh, and talking about like their software basically replaces OBS with their arcade software. It looks like uh, it takes up less CPU. It's like 50 milliseconds faster. So that's um that's that's pretty good. And they they, they hey they even have a, a native uh, Mac OS app. I know I've had issues because I think as you upgrade the the Mac OS, 
Um, it seems every video input device I have that is not USB 3 does not work on the newer MacBook, uh, for instance. So so that's that's one issue that I run into. Wait a minute. So wait a minute. So this is, is it just, yeah, it's just regular USB, right? It's USB-C. It is USB-C. Okay. The funny part is, and they also showed, was it on here or did I see it in one of the other ads? They actually show, yeah, it is somewhere down towards the bottom. They, they took and put it, they displayed the screen using sidecar with an iPad. Ooh. And it's like a giant super <laughs> switch. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm looking for that here. I'm seeing a lot of the, uh, oh, whoa, whoa, here it is. Here it is. Look at the super switch there. With your tiny, tiny <laughs> switch, <laughs> switch uh, 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 controllers there. That's awesome. And of course, they're playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah, they're, go- they're showing all kinds of setups, including like retro pies and things like that. So, yeah, uh, you got me interested because I'm, I'm, st- I'm, still, I'm still in the process of kind of figuring out what's my best deal. I have an older computer and all my old retro consoles uh, in a room. And I need to do the connections and, and, and so I can just kind of switch through them and, and just say, hey, I'm going to play some PlayStation. I want to play some NES, you know, kind of thing. So I'm trying to rewire that so I have a nice little, like, place to kind of plop down and, hey, we're going live kind of thing at home. So for, for fun, fun old school gaming. So, all right, Katie, let's uh, go to back to the 90s. I think we're both going to be going doing some flashback stuff here in a moment. Yes. So this is something I actually found on TikTok mm-hmm. and uh, I had to check it out. Uh, it's my90stv.com. And what it is, is it looks this old, it looks like a tube TV and you can select between like cartoons, comedies, you got a whole bunch of options, uh, game shows, music, news, soaps, trailers, sports. And you can essentially, you pick a year to the bottom of the screen in the nineties and then you pick your categories that you want and you flip through channels and you can watch well, you know, there it, it's fun because it, it seems like it's a YouTube curation place where, but it, it's really fun because it's a, you could just flip through channels and watch commercials or I was watching cartoons. <laughs> oh, this is so great. I've forgotten about from forever ago. We'll see if any of this flags our YouTube content warnings, but, uh, <laughs> they have Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. I was watching some, uh, some roller coaster. I love, uh, uh, Beavis and Butthead. There's something, some old video game going on there. Katie, were you listening to the wrestling show a couple weeks ago when I said I want a USA Network 90s era station that just played <laughs> no. like stuff USA Network would have played like Cartoon Express, Mortal Kombat, and Street Fighter, and and we have a gag about silk stockings because that's something that they always advertise a- a- after Monday Night Raw or or La Femme Nikita or Pacific Blue or or anything like that. Like I just want to just drop in and just 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 chill in that era, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, now you can. <laughs> that's cool. I, and I think we've seen iterations of this before, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they get broken as things update and things like that. But uh, no, this is this is really cool. So I see there's an 80s and a 70s edition as well. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, if the 90s aren't far enough back for you. Yeah. If you <laughs> really need to pull in uh, uh, back in time, why don't you flip through here and see what's going on? Uh, well, there's there's a there's a preview for uh, uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Uh, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And I love the transition. Some weird Al Yankovic. Uh, I love the transitions here too. Like the, the phase in and out that they're doing. So 
snow, couch. which yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's wrong? Bars, what's, what's wrong with your there, stuff? There's also a thing at the bottom that lets you filter by year, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. Oh well, we, like you can you can not just go to the '90s, but you can say I want 1990, right? right or I right. want 1997, right? Well, thank you for that very throwbacky uh, pick there, Katie. And uh, I have an, an also throwbacky pick as well. This is this is so my awesome th- this. Okay, this is this is multifaceted. This is my awesome thing of the week, and uh, our buddy Rob, uh, cameraman Rob, that works with us on a lot of uh, uh, video productions, also shared part of this. First of all, my awesome thing is that there is a new Ninja Turtles video game coming out. No release date um, that I'm aware of as of yet. It is uh, Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. It is that '80s cartoon style. The the uh, several a couple minutes of of 80s style updated april's doing karate moves you people this is great it's just very updated 80s style uh uh uh, ninja turtles and of course the game itself is going to be uh very again that 80s 90s economy uh beat-em-up arcade style of uh ninja turtles that i love you know i've been playing the ninja turtles rescue palooza fan game and it looks like oh it's that but won't glitch as hard hopefully uh it's by uh um dotamu who has been doing a lot of the retro i think they just did the it's the same people that did the streets of rage 4 which i finally finished by the way <laughs> i said it to online and said hey it got somebody on that actually knew how to play the game and they helped kind of carry me through the rest of the level. So it was great. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm completely up for this. Just picked up the, 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 the re-release of the Scott Pilgrim video game. Um, you know, I, I just, I just love these, like this 80s, this 80s throwback stuff. But on top of that, if you may, I believe that that trailer does have the old school theme song, but that theme song is actually uh, sung by Mike Patton, of Faith No More doing his rendition of it. So all of the 80s, 90s nostalgia wrapped all into this thing. Again, no release date, but you have my Ninja Turtle money. <laughs> so, uh, but no, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Uh, so um, I, 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 you, you guys are, are Turtles fans, right? <laughs> and in fact, I, where were we? We went somewhere. Not last summer, the summer before. It was in upstate Michigan, and they wanted. They, I went actually to like a retro arcade bar, and they had the old four-player arcade Ninja Turtles game. Oh, so always so great when you can find one of those somewhere. I would always find the one and play it every week, every year at a Retro FX or Replay FX here in town. Um, I, I, in fact, the uh, you ever see the six-player X-Men one? Uh, when yes. I visited our old friend Veronica out there in uh, in uh, San, San Diego several years ago, we found one of those in their b- local barcade. So um, no, that that that's the golden age of arcades for me. You know, is it the Street Fighter and and Konami beat 'em up style uh, games were like the highlight of, of of that era for that that's of, of uh, arcades. So uh, Katie, you looking forward to this one? Yeah, looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> it was really funny because speaking of '90s, I started rewatching Blossom because it's on Hulu now. <laughs> and they were talking about the Ninja Turtles movie and Joey was commenting about uh, their acting abilities, the Turtles acting abilities. And except for Michelangelo, because he was pretty much just playing himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, um, 
funny you say that because I was watching something. I, I got the month free for Paramount Plus, and they have a Console Wars documentary on there, and it's mostly directly about Nintendo versus Sega. Um, and they talk to everybody that was in charge. It's fantastic. But they talk about, I think it was the Nintendo. No, was it Sega? Was it Nintendo? One of them had Dustin Diamond and Joey Lawrence as their like celebrity presenters for the games. I think it was Sega. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, they're, and they made a big deal about like we really couldn't afford A-list celebrities. Well, we could afford teen heartthrobs. <laughs> that's all they needed. That's all you need. It's your demo right there, guys. Um, no, it was a very, <laughs> it was really well done because I started watching and This is like a professional documentary, but I've been watching so many video game historian and toy galaxy. <laughs> like YouTube documentaries that I wasn't ready for a professional one, <laughs> and it just like still felt like the same thing. So, um, yeah, that's that's been my latest uh, uh, burn through that and unbox watching people unbox original iPhones. Uh, so, anyways, uh, you know what uh, never gets old here, and we like to unbox it every week that we can here on the Awesome Cast. Our friends at Slice on Broadway supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza and also uh Yinzer made uh oh wait that's the wrong app that's the wrong thing there hold on man let's get let's get the new one up there there it is Yinzer made uh New York City style and of course we do need to continue with part 2 of our six part series of what's on the box uh once you get uh, you get your slice on Broadway they got these brand new boxes with uh, uh suggested uses for an empty slice box um, if nothing else, like it's free advertising because I know on a Wednesday morning I see all this uh, everybody in the neighborhood that ha- that got sliced on Broadway in the trash can, and they got that big logo on them. So uh, let's see, number two, you can save 596 of them and become the new Guinness World Records holder for the largest pizza box collection. That's a good suggestion there. Hey, somebody's gonna do that, right? So that's a lot of pizza. That's a lot of pizza. Maybe they'll be going to all those trash cans that I see on Wednesday morning to collect them. That's gross. Um, <laughs> watch out for cockroaches. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, so so uh, if you want to skip ahead to the end of this six-part series, uh, get yourself some Slice on Broadway. Read the box yourself uh, here in four locations, Beach Street, Carnegie, East End, and the North Hills. SliceOnBroadway.com to find out where there's one near you and how to order online. Or with something called a telephone. Uh, let's get into some more stories from the week here. Um, I think I had one or more, two more video game ones to get off uh, the slate here. Um, Gee, this was exciting. And I'm not, the, the website is, I don't even know what this website, WCCF Tech or something like that. Uh, uh, Chill, I don't know if it's one that you've heard of that, that's a viable source. And I haven't seen this anywhere else. But there's a new update coming for the Xbox Ones. And with it, apparently they're going to update the uh, browser in it. And as we know, a lot of the a lot of the streaming services, GeForce Now and Stadia, um, you're able to play in a browser. So I don't know if this is technically they figured this out or they jumped to a conclusion. But supposedly, GeForce Now and Stadia will stream through the new browser on Xbox One with a new firmware coming up soon. That is I... really. And I totally believe this, and I, I'm not familiar with WCCF tech, but I've seen this on a multitude of 
tech networks, and it came out right after Microsoft announced unifying the um, Chromium's Edge source code. Because they haven't done that on the browser yet, right? Because they haven't done it across all their browsers yet, and one of the things on the list was the browser on the Xbox. So anything you can do there, unless Microsoft decides to block certain things, which I don't, I don't know think, how they would, though. I don't think they're in the business of doing that right now, the way that they, they do the Xbox service, right? And why would they? Yeah, but man, if that means I can pull that stuff up right on my Xbox after I'm done playing my latest round of 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 Rage 2 or Borderlands on there to play like that, like my, you know, oh, it's not Stadia. I have one game on Stadia, and that's that Dragon Ball Z game from like five years ago. <laughs> so... Uh, so I still have something to test with it, right? Um, but uh, but no, like I got like seventy games on the on the GeForce now. Like they're getting a lot of my Steam collection in there. It's 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 exciting. So, but you're telling me I can throw that on the TV? I am in, and I got my Xbox corded into the uh, to the to the router too. So it should be even better. So, but no, uh, oh, I wonder. Like with and I, and I apologize because I haven't. Um, I don't use the Stadia or um GeForce Now or anything. But like Stadia, you needed a Stadia controller. Mm-hmm. Do you need mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no matter what, do you need a Stadia controller? Like I'm no. guessing you still need no, no you no, can no, use no. anybody's controller. You, no, you can the, the Stadia controller was specific if you wanted to use it on a Chromecast. Chromecast. Because there's okay. no other interface, right? And then mm-hmm. you sync it with the Chromecast and things like that. Uh it was it was it was um ideal because it was over Wi Fi and was supposed to work better. But no, I've pulled up the Stadia app on my iPhone and used an Xbox controller. It is not a problem at all. Just don't use don't use the Steel Series um, gamepad when you're trying to stream Xbox or Stadia games because it doesn't have enough buttons. It, it has all the regular Which... ones, but there's no start and select button. There's just like a menu button, and it doesn't know what to do. So I literally lost half the functionality when I was playing Destiny Two. On one of the platforms, like one of the, like you know, you know, probably my iPhone or my iPad, right? So, so be careful with that. Like, get get an Xbox or a PlayStation controller if you're going to do these kinds of things, right? The, the Steel Series was from back when, you know, you needed a special. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I can't remember what the kit was. You know, how they have home kit and yeah, like gamepad kit or something, right? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. like one of those. It was like an uh, some kind of it's, something kit. It's still great to play my Lego brawls on. Apple Arcade on the TV. That's still fantastic. But uh but yeah, just uh be careful you're playing something that's not meant for Apple. So or like like my Steam Link. I've been playing Retromania off of my uh one of my old PC laptops uh to to the TV and that that's been yeah, that that got tricky too. I'm like, I don't there's no start button. I can't get into this game. What are we doing right now? So uh but uh, that's exciting. Um another place to make it easier. I mean, I, you know, it's kind of everything collapsing together. If Xbox wants to be on every other platform, why can't they have other platforms come over to them at this point, right? So, um, this was a technical marvel. Uh, you know that game that uh, uh, somebody insisted you have to watch in the theaters, even in, in the middle of a pandemic. Tenant, <laughs> the 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 supposed savior of the theaters last year that really kind of fizzled out. Well, apparently, a YouTuber crammed Tenant into a Game Boy Advance cartridge. What was that was equivalent to like a 16-bit console. Is that that seem right? 
I think, for the uh, Game Boy Advance games. And and uh, <laughs> there's there, there there's already like a pre kind of set up for this because I don't know if you remember like you could buy I think like episodes of Ninja Turtles ironically like Nickelodeon stuff Spongebob Squarepants and other kind of you know children's cartoons on Game Boy Advance cartridges to watch on the Game Boy basically right um I I, I think they kind of use a, a little bit of that <laughs> so uh, yeah you're listening to it on a Game Boy Advance speaker and uh your uh, uh let's see what is it 30 minutes is the maximum time you can have for a Game Boy Advance video cartridge and still have it somewhat watchable state <laughs> for it um so it is actually you it's it's like the old remember we used to get Titanic on VHS and you had to put in the second tape right uh or Wyatt Earp or I don't know there's plenty of those back then Gone with the Wind I don't know are we old Braveheart movie? What's Braveheart, Braveheart, came Braveheart, on Braveheart would have been one of those. That's right. Um, so, so yeah, so they they squeezed it right on there, and it's wonderful. I remember back in my day when I had to turn the laser disc over. <laughs> to turn the laser disc over, yes. Oh, even it goes through the process here. It, it looks like I think it's is that Adobe Media Encoder used here? Of course, of course. Oh, so great. Um, but that that's a nice little like. You know, that was one of those IMAX, super IMAX phone, uh, 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 games and stuff like that. So, but uh, that's great. It even goes into Photoshop, making some of the images. That's really cool to watch this video. Um, but oh, some cool hackery going on there. Chilla, you pre-ordered this. You know what? I saw this in my feeds today, and I had a feeling you were going to come up with it. So, yes, 8-bit do um if you're an android um xbox x cloud person i would highly recommend their products because they make an android dedicated pretty cool looking device but i actually have found them very useful for retro pie as well as some mm-hmm. of i have their corded device that i use with my retro pie and then i have their wireless device that i've used with a plethora of devices nintendo switch so the first device looks uh for those on audio it looks kind of like a super nintendo controller that's a corded one and your wireless looks a little more like kind of a a a dualshock uh uh, playstation controller i believe yeah it looks like that looks like a dualshock but the thing about the the one that looks like the kind of super nintendo controller it still has the thumbsticks nice and then it has four buttons on top um, the one thing I will say is, and I, I actually have like their instruction manual PDF on my phone, stored on my phone, because this this device is pretty easy to use because it's USB plug-in and pretty much just will plug and play. Um, the wireless one, um, you kind of have to like tap this button and then hit like a b x or y and it will auto it'll set it to like ios mode or android mode or nintendo mode or switch mode whatever um which i can never remember what like the key combination is to flip it between devices so that's why i have the pdf on my phone um their new device actually has this it has a physical switch right on the back so if you scroll kind of like just to the next picture on that um oh there it is it, it has it has a toggle switch in the center. Um, it also has two macro keys or macro buttons built in to the bottom too. So you can program 
kind uh, of the one where where your ahead. hand where your hand is going to rip uh, wrap around the grip, and then like where your kind of the tips of your fingers are underneath the controller. That's where these like buttons would be on either side. The the other cool thing that I've noticed is they they actually update the firmware in their controllers. Hmm. Um, so you can plug these into your computer. Um, you can reprogram them. You can update the firmware. Um, the cool thing about this newer model is you don't just need their application on your computer anymore. You can take it with you on your phone, which I thought was pretty darn nice. So you nice. can, I'm, I'm hoping you're going to be able to do the firmware updates from the phone, but you can at least re- reprogram it um, from, from iOS, yeah. Android, um, et cetera. So. Yeah, uh, that's really cool. I love that modern controller that respects the classics. <laughs> so and that reminds me like uh, that switch it, it right because there's um um i have a couple of the logitech uh the blue controllers I, I i can't remember the number of them but they're corded controllers just so i have a couple for um mostly bought for the um RetroPie situation but they have a x and d like a digital and an xbox mode on them too for for depending on how how you need things to detect so that that's kind of that's that's a nice feature there i could see that these guys uh dopin similar so awesome so let's see what else we got here. Katie, what is Instagram up to? Ooh, Instagram is adding some new um, team safety tools mm. to compete with TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> taking those team safety. Very important. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it, <laughs> I didn't really, it was kind of, I don't know. Like, so this is like, I like a couple of the things they're rolling out, but like a couple of them were like, oh, how's this? This is a thing. It's a little bit challenging to update the privacy settings. But um, you are able to um, essentially with teams, they're they're able to they're you have to they can only be DM'd. You can have it so they can only can be DM'd from folks that they um, follow, mm-hmm. um, adults that they follow. Uh, I think one of the cool things was is there is a tool that they'll be uh, they'll uh, get a notification that says that um, an adult is ex- exhibiting like suspicious behavior. Like maybe the adult is sending a lot of friend requests to a lot of different people or messages to users under 18. So it'll allow them to block these particular adults if they are like, it seems um, unsafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also, and part of that is like when they do that, they'll give you a safety notice and things that they can do um, on, they'll restrict, they can report or block them. And it lets them know that um, Instagram doesn't tell them that, the person that they're blocking that this is happening. Um, there's also some basic safety things like don't feel pressured to respond, only share with people you trust and your safety comes first, just kind of little reminders, but they're trying to make it more difficult for adults. They're also trying to make it more difficult for adults to follow and find teens on things within the Instagram app, like explore and reels, which includes uh, not suggest like in your suggested user section, not having teens show up in there. So it makes it a little bit harder for teams to be discovered within the app. So, so it's kind of, users. so more automating the process. So hopefully it kind of catches more, more things it seems, right? Yeah. So, so it's not as much like putting that out there. So um, to, to essentially protect teens and they're working with a new AI and machine learning based technology to help find teens lying about their age on the app. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a concern because I, I mean, you, you're not going to stop them. Right. So, so what can you yeah. do to kind of, like what mitigated a little bit right so it'll be interesting to see um so so and is the does tiktok have similar features with this or is this they're kind of trying to get ahead of of tiktok 
I'm guessing that they have similar features. I didn't look into TikTok's features, mm-hmm. but um, their their TikTok has been trying to lock down teen content, but it doesn't seem. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it seems yeah. like TikTok still delivers a lot of teen content to folks. Very teen content, where <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it it gets in your feet no matter what age you are, unfortunately. So interesting interesting good to see them locking down um and things like that uh, uh, uh chilla are you looking i, w- I don't want to say looking forward but uh you know obviously <laughs> obviously your kids already uh, online with things like roblox with other other people and things like that um i i would say are you dreading the day that you have to like watch their social media intake yeah i'm not even interested in like i like the fact that you know we're on the ipad yes he's doing some multiplayer gaming um, our reading skill isn't even that high yet. Mm-hmm. And the fact that most of the games he plays has no voice component. Mm-hmm. So there's not even an opportunity to do kind of voice chat. I'm not looking forward to any of that. In fact, I know Roblox announced that they were talking about adding voice chat in. And I'm hoping I'm like, well, if it never came to the iPad, that wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not looking forward to those that day that those conversations wow. <laughs> so well uh and there's social media that's uh that's uh that's taking on privacy clubhouse is also uh taking on a little bit of privacy as well uh with their uh drop in audio chats uh they're also starting uh and katie you have marked here even another article about uh them starting a creators fund for uh uh a fund for a, a program to help creators use the app and, and a fund and things like that too. I got to say, I honestly have not dropped into clubhouse for several weeks at this point <laughs> myself. So, um, but, uh, but I mean, they're still kind of rolling along there, aren't they? My computer froze. Oh, your computer froze. <laughs> we can still hear you. <laughs> we got you. We got you. I know. Can you? Oh, good. My volume's on. Okay, so I, I hit the the apple in the corner, and like the that menu has popped up. Okay. I saw your note about the HD, and I was like, maybe I'll fix it. And then it's like it's still sitting there, and I was like, I couldn't tell. I got the spinning beach ball, so I couldn't tell <sighs> if I was actually if you could hear me. Or okay, that's fine. I we can hear you, but your video froze. Yeah, your video is definitely frozen. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> You can hear me. Well, hold on. Let's transition over to Clubhouse and we'll have no problem with this. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but, but you, you said you were looking at, uh, like, you, you, you had an article in here about the Creators Fund as well. Yeah. So, TikTok is at, or TikTok, Clubhouse. Oh my gosh. Clubhouse yes. is. <laughs> we're, we're doing really well today. Fantastic. Uh, Clubhouse has its, its <laughs> best show ever. Uh, Clubhouse has a creator first, like it's called an accelerator program. Mm-hmm. And they sit, they're talking about some of the great shows that have come out of this. And um, they're what they're wanting, willing to do, like Clubhouse is willing to do to help you, you know, create your best show is they'll give you the right equipment. They're talking about iPhones, iRigs, AirPod Pros, um, Android's coming soon, uh, working with the Clubhouse team, uh, matching you to guests and talents for your show, helping you promote your show with creative assets, building in your audience, um, ensuring you're financially support- supported by providing a monthly stipend, mm-hmm. matching with brands that can give you um, a, you know, a, things that would work um, to turn your idea, make it profitable. Uh, it is an application process and it starts today and everyone is welcome. The deadline is uh, March 31st. So it's really cool because it sounds like you're just going to be pitching your ideas and what you can offer the platform and they're kind of supporting you monetarily. Interesting. I'm curious All to right. see 
Mm-hmm. Remind me, I got a, I got something I'd like to pitch to them. Because uh, <laughs> I, I have an idea that I've been wanting to do, and I've been looking for a platform. And if I can get some assistance to uh, to, to float that, uh, maybe. Um, uh, circle back a little bit on the on the privacy issues. I'm sorry, I, I realized in the jumbling, I, I forgot to disclose what they were doing. Um, so so updates that they're doing as far as that goes. Uh, link sharing. You can now share a link to your profile or club. I know I've seen I got a lot of stuff popping up for these pro wrestling clubs. Uh, chat clubs that that I joined. Uh, language filtering. Uh, they'll learn what language rooms you tend to join and filter the others. So if you don't like lewd lewd uh, uh, sounding rooms, they'll notice apparently and keep you from them. And you can also invite via phone number because they really want you to open that phone number contact list up on your phone. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, you can invite them from uh, by typing in a phone number uh, on there too. So uh, it's evolving. Uh, man, I really think Twitter Spaces is going to eat their lunch here in the in the next couple of months too. So, um, and I love Katie's opinion, but she uh, uh, definitely dropped back out uh, to fix her connection here. So, I, I mean, Chilla, have you seen any of these? I, I don't. You don't spend a lot of time on Twitter though. But have you seen any of these spaces pop up in your up top where your fleets are hanging out up there? I have not. So I do. I, I've actually picked up Twitter as part of my daily read. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm back. I'm I'm back on. I'm got to say, it's it's actually because there's a couple um, news items that I read that that's the only place to get them. Okay. To the point where, like, I actually have them, like, the alert set, so I get a, a, a notification message that, hey, this person or this account has posted. Um, so I am on there more often. Like I, I had a real high usage and, but I haven't seen, I've definitely seen the, what are they called? The fleets? Yes. I've definitely seen the fleets, but how do I tell, does so, it look different? So what what you'll see, and this is only on your, on your phone, and I think they've opened it up on Android as well, uh, up there where your fleets are, and let's see if anybody's live right now, maybe we can show it. Um, and Katie, just to catch you up, we're, we're talking about, um, kind of clubhouse versus the Twitter spaces. I, I personally think that Twitter spaces is just going to completely flatten, uh, uh, clubhouse, much like, uh, Periscope flattened, uh, Meerkat. Actually, probably Facebook live more flattened it, but no, Periscope probably helped too. So I think we have you back now. I see video moving over there at least. So... <laughs> I'm alive. Oh, good. Oh, good. So I don't know. Did you have any thoughts on that about Clubhouse versus uh, Spaces coming up here? I know a lot of the big ways have been getting uh, access to it so far on Twitter. I, I'm i just looking forward to having content when I want it a little bit. I don't know. Like, I feel like Twitter is better at putting content when, with the time of day that I want it versus like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm following the wrong folks on Clip uh, Clubhouse or looking yeah. at things the wrong time on clubhouse but like when i want to listen to it there's nothing of interest yeah it is kind of like okay i'm f- I, I, it's seven o'clock i got nothing to do i wonder what cl- uh, what's up at clubhouse and they're just like well this is nothing for me so is it just just we're mm-hmm. not the people to do it i guess we would be the content creators on there right so <laughs> it's our fault <laughs> yeah it's our fault well we just need to start our own when we're ready to go right so yeah, exactly so hey i'm free who's who's around I'm over here. Let's have a chat. So, but, but I'm still, I'm sorry. Maybe I missed it. How do I figure out if it's a leader or a space? Okay. I got you. Sorry. Uh, so here's your tip. 
And here's a little bit of visual on here, too, if you're on the video version. So you'll see um, at the top here, let me get to the front of the video. Uh, so you see these, these like two, it looks like two fleets next to each other combined by these this purple uh, line. <laughs> Is that a good explanation? Um, and th yeah, that, that indicates that's a space and there's at least two people in there, right? Uh, so you'll you'll see it at the top when it's available, depending on who you follow. Uh, Jason Calacanis, I know, has been doing Kip Mueller here locally that's been on the show has been doing it. So um, if you follow them, um, especially in the evenings, it seems, uh, you'll see them pop up, I guess. So that's... I, I don't I, see any right now. Listen, man, I can't tell you when to go see a shooting star, okay? <laughs> I can just tell you <laughs> where the likelihood of you seeing a, a, a shooting star is, but I can't promise you're going to see a shooting star okay i can't promise you're going to see twitter spaces pop up in your feed <laughs> you claim they exist i claim if you look <laughs> in the sky one might appear this this thing um and but you can't see the student the shooting star if you have android so that i can't help you with uh so <laughs> sorry about that speaking of alternative platforms uh i, I want to ask you what's going on with Cro the new chrome os and then i want to talk about um, a work from home apparent trend that I was unaware of. Uh, uh, Chellis, tell us, tell us about Chrome OS first. So, so Chrome OS is rolling out version 89. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're in their, from what I read, I think they're in their 10th year, which, which somewhat surprised me. But in 89, they are rolling out a just boatload to me of features. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to go through them pretty quick. The phone hub with Wi-Fi sync makes it easier to tether to your device. Um, also potentially screen mirror your device on Chromebook. Um, nearby sharing is on its way. So mm -hmm. kind of how we airdrop files. Um, you can actually go into flags and turn on nearby sharing. That, that is an Android um, situation there. It'll share between Android and Chrome OS. Okay. Um, they've upgraded their screen capture experience, so making it more discoverable, making it touch-ready. I think there used to be a key that you had to hit. You, there's now um, items right on the screen that you can use to quickly take a screenshot, um, take a screen recording, turn on and off the microphone when recording, um, it records at an average of 30 frames per second, which is pretty, I mean, if you're recording Chrome OS, I mean, it's not like you're, you're, you're going crazy with streaming. Yeah. on like Twitch or anything and video games, but I think it's good enough if you're trying to show mom how to get something done and you just want to shoot her a file. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, they have these things called spaces, which I'm not super familiar about, but the media controls, it reminds me of kind of the, the overlay that Mac puts on their screen where I can quickly kind of yeah. jump to the next, next audio song um, right from within like the upper right hand corner. But that was super, super cool, super sleek looking. They have virtual desks, which I use these in both Mac and windows um, where I kind of put apps on a virtual desktop and which I think is also, finger cold, swipe between I think is, is also cold spaces on the Mac OS. Correct. Yeah, but this is called, I think, virtual desk. I know. I just it, like. Oh. I'm sorry. A third thing called spaces that we've talked about in the last five minutes. 
I think we need um, new not... terms. We definitely need new terms for technology right now. They have kind of a way to get quick answers from a search. Um, it kind of reminded me of how you can now kind of search right from the open Apple spacebar or command spacebar um, on the Mac. I don't know. Do people still say open Apple? Now I feel like I'm from the eighties and nineties. Um, additional uh, clipboard feature functionality where you can see the last multitude of things that you've put on the clipboard. Okay. Um, they have some annotation devices. I mean, there's just the list goes on and on wow. and on um, all four. And if you scroll to the bottom of that article, they show the, uh, the swag bag they got um, swag bag. with some stickers and, Oh, there it is. Look at that. Kind of Look at that. Yeah. A little keyboard and stuff. Oh, or is that a sticker keyboard? Yes, it's a sticker. It's a sticker. It's a, it's a sticker. It's a sticker that looks like a keyboard. I don't know my skill. Um, related. Um, so I just updated my Mac OS this morning. Like too big, sir. <laughs> six like what? Six months later, where are we at now? That's okay. Yeah. Well, I I was really concerned about like production things. Of course, I'm going into big production, so I'm like, well, let's get all the bugs out now. Uh, <laughs> well, I also well, I just got my uh, uh MacBook back, which the battery was swelling again. This is the second one that I did this to. Um, but uh, but I was like, it's back. The thing is fixed. We're back to full power. I'm upgrading my OS. I need new problems to solve. Uh, so um, it's very, it's very rounded. I'm, I'm surprised at how rounded everything is. And then I had to buy a new iStat menu and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah. So, oh well. Um, I, I'm finally on the new new. Uh, well, the scary thing is, I also started the install process for Big Sur on my 2013 MacBook Pro. That's probably going to be a mistake, but I can always reformat it, I guess. Uh, so the the thing that like kind of I noticed, and then I started seeing it kind of everywhere. There was an article uh, that we popped in here earlier this week about uh, it was from Popular Science, and the article particularly was what is the best under desk bike for work from home. I didn't know we were doing under desk bikes for work for home, but okay. Um, and then, and then I opened this up and people are like, Oh yeah, I've heard about that. And so, so trying, or I've been considering it or, 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 or things like that. But yeah, it's uh, you, you, you throw a little kind of pedal bike where the pictures at, there you go under your a desk cycle is one of them that they uh, recommend here uh, for your at home desking. Um, what, I presume we don't do this on the Zoom call necessarily, um, unless you got a green screen. You put a nice little background of you jogging while you're doing it. Uh, but, but uh, I mean, it's going it's going under your desk, and I mean, even like right now, you're only getting me from. Yeah, you could be doing anything. I could be doing anything down here. You, <laughs> you don't even know if I have pants on, no. let alone if I'm riding a bike. You could be put in the miles during this show. You have no idea. <laughs> Same with Katie over there, right? No idea. No, We're, there's not. There's all kinds of things. Animals, all kinds of stuff happening. Okay, <laughs> exactly. well, and I've seen. I mean, I've I've seen people, and I mean, I've seen people on like a a tread a, a, a desk treadmill type thing. Oh wait, wait, wait. Here's one right here. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> the uh, this is the. Well, that's still that's still a bike. I'm talking like this was like a treadmill with a tabletop. Mm-hmm attached oh oh yeah treadmill okay okay wow that i don't i'm not listen man 
when I'm doing my fitness plus treadmill exercise, I'm already trying not. I was I was trying to rearrange things because I'm like I'm eating too much breakfast before I get on the treadmill, so I need to have a coffee, go on the treadmill because I have to have the coffee first. Because if not, I'm gonna fall off my treadmill because I just woke up, right? Like I can't. You can't add more things to that. I'm going to end up in the hospital, Chilla. I just picture you like rolling out of bed with like a Keurig on the nightstand. It's a- you sip you sip your coffee before you even get out of bed and then oh. like you you this would make an amazing TikTok. I'm going to be putting a Keurig in the hallway upstairs. No, cuz you need to put the treadmill next to your bed. Next to my bed. Oh, it's not in the same room. So, I mean it's next to so, a bed. So you so you wake up it automatically pours the cup of coffee. You take the sip and then you swing your legs out mm-hmm. where you would think the floor is and you're on a treadmill and then you just start going. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these, these are like, these are fantastic ideas. <laughs> I, you, you I mean, the there's Keurig at the end of your treadmill. So you have to walk on it to, oh, get, to get to the Keurig. To, so I drink the coffee <laughs> while uh, Emily is yelling at me and singing along to that fast and the furious song. Uh, uh, trying to get me motivated on the treadmill uh, uh, on the Fitness yeah. Plus, and, and then I'm drinking coffee. No, no, now I now I'm in danger of scolding myself while exercising, and then still falling off uh, even, uh, the treadmill. So I don't know. I don't know. Either way, that that Keurig's probably going to have to move. Like I feel like we're dangerously rolling into uh, Foreman Grill in bed. So he can have toast in the morning or, or bacon in the morning. Uh, uh, Michael Scott territory here a little bit, right? Uh, so I don't know. Can I put the Keurig in the bathroom? Is that weird? That's a little weird. That no, I don't want to do that. Why is it weird? That's not too weird. Do you want to poop next to a Keurig? I'll say it. Well, no, but I yeah. Do you, I don't or know. do you want the Keurig? Do you do you want a Keurig next to where you poop? No, and I guess I'm thinking like I don't know the bathroom that's listen. next to our bedroom has like a little closet in the back. Okay, okay, it's like okay. with a, like with like a like like a little like uh, folding door or whatever. I was thinking right, oh, right. it wouldn't be too bad okay. to put one so, back. So you you have a different. I, I got like just enough room for bathroom appliances in my bathroom. Okay, I don't have a lot of room for that. It's just not going to work. Uh, so, um, no, you got me thinking about this though, Chilla, but I'll be here all day. Uh, I'm a runner. I've pooped in weird places. Okay. There you go. From Dave Potter, iconography podcast. That's your plug. Uh, (laughs) Oh boy. Um, either way, I just need to solve this problem of accurately making sure I work out every day and get my coffee in the proper order. Before, and, but you got me you got me thinking you got me thinking a lot of new ideas today but do i get a desk like to me my my favorite was when i would it was before we had the keurig and we always used the uh a percolator um mm-hmm. and we had a percolator on a remote switch down in the kitchen so you could literally back when the X10 before iHome and before any of like the the cooler, more current home automation stuff, we had an X10 um, outlet 
thing down or down in the kitchen and you would wake up and you'd reach over and hit the button and it would turn on the the old school coffee pot percolator and it would be ready when you got downstairs. Mm. (laughs) Oh, one way or another. So, um, all right, before we talk about poop again, we should probably get out of here. Uh, so, uh, first of all, Chilla at Chilla on the Twitters, of course, to ask him where he wants to put his Keurig. (laughs) Where, where, yeah. Well, let's talk about where you want to put a Keurig. Yes. I do, and now I'm wondering, do they have a HomeKit enabled Keurig? <laughs> uh, uh, well, well, I gotta, I gotta talk to you about my home stuff if we have time afterwards here, because I'm, I'm impossibly uh, uh, irritated at my home devices right now. But I guess, I guess it's par for the course for what I, what it sounds like. But anyways, uh, also, also uh, uh, with us, Katie at K Dutters on the Twitter and other places on other platforms talking about things. <laughs> I'll try to remember. Talking about stuff. Kate Marie PGH. That's right. A lot of, we're back to the, like say, we're back to the arena picks when you're going in there for work. Yes. Yep. See what it looks like with only a handful of people. <laughs> then it's fun. Yes. Uh, and I just realized my mother just heard the whole Keurig and pooping conversation that we just did in the chat room. So that's exciting. Oh, I... uh, well, I think it, yeah. Maybe an, an, I, th- I feel like um, Chilla's home device, um, I think a Nest Cafe seems like it would be trendy and fancy enough to have a home to work with your home device. Did you say Nest Cafe or Nest Cafe? Nest Cafe. It's like uh, the one with George Clooney in the ad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, are they the fancy one? Aren't they Nestle? Like, I didn't think they were the fancy one. I thought, I thought they were the fancy one. Yeah, I mean, they're no Starbucks. They're no Dunkin'. <laughs> right no but they have their own machine listen listen yeah. so what the next step is because we're in a dunkin donuts like pretty much three blocks from my house okay and and the perfect spot that i can just drive down the one side on the divided highway pick up through the drive through come back up and up to the studio here or maybe back to bed who knows uh and and i just need something that just kicks in that order <laughs> that might be my new Keurig. Uh, but anyways. Uh guys, thank you so much for uh, having fun with us and uh in the chat room, join us in the chat room. We had a couple issues here. I I think I'm kicking something in the studio here. Didn't get connect reconnected appropriately after Seven Springs. Uh but uh thank you for rolling off so you can see this uh warts and all live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on all of the awesome cast uh video uh social media platforms and of course uh, if you haven't subscribed does if you're listening to us on the podcast you have no idea anything happened so don't worry even worry about it uh but thank you everybody we we'll see you guys next time uh you've been our awesome audience have an awesome week this show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.